Back again. It's the Iron Skillet Podcast. Episode three, season two. (laughs) Yeah, they ain't cut us off yet. We still here. We live at it Uh in the building. Some of the skillets. Dolo Logue, a.k.a. Cliche. Your boy. Yellow uh-huh. Building, hey, a.k.a. Wait, ooh, Yellow Child. Yeah, what it is. <laughs> Seven Rings, a.k.a. Shator Lane. What's oh. And on the boards, <laughs> we got the finesse god himself, T-Clown. Oh, yeah. And you know me, I'm the bull. Bullington. Bull. Don't be so humble, bull. Yeah, I always try to be humble all the time. Uh, you know you be. Whatever. Cool, whatever. <laughs> whatever. That drip, my man, that drip real. He's oh, sick what? over there. He's still Dead. here tonight rocking, even though he got an upper respiratory infection. Yeah. Send prayers to my man, Travis. He really needs it right now. So. <laughs> Trying to get that's, that's the real definition <laughs> of grinding, coming in when you're not feeling it. Yeah. And, uh-huh. yeah, just pushing through. Shout my out to my guy. Emphysema and shit. Real quick, I wanted to uh, out, give yo. a shout out to <laughs> the website, T-Clem yeah. Studios, LLC. Y'all see the drip uh-huh. on the show? Yeah, go, go peep Whole squad on there, Everything, man. Everything you want is in there. We got the pens, yeah. we got the hats. The got shirts. everybody's collection up there. Uh-huh. Go check them out. Humble Savage, the Stanley hats. We're going to get into all that later. Uh, support local artists and support uh-huh. local businesses because that's what's going to help grow the area and, you know, keeps things competitive. Community, right? man. Keep and that money for us, the grind never stops as well as all these local artists and local businesses. But where... Where do you draw the line and where do you separate work from fun? That's a good one, man. It is. Separating work from fun is a term that can be taken many different ways from many different people. I think for me, when I separate my work from my fun, um, it's a fine line. You really got to know where it ends and where it starts because we do this because initially at one point or still is, it's very fun to us. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Right. Sometimes it feels like work, other times it doesn't. It's got to be. So when separating, I think you have to, with any project or song or anything creative, you have to go in with the mindset that this is work initially so you can actually separate it. You have to identify it and label it before you start anything. While still having fun, of course. While still having fun. Right. It's a hard one, though. It's definitely a topic. How do you feel about it? Uh. I like to have fun while I'm working. And honestly, I don't I don't get to have too much fun. I feel like I'm always grinding. <laughs> That's real though. That's real. He's always behind the, the behind the computer, yeah. mixing, mm-hmm. doing everybody's stuff. I, I have fun doing everything. I should say I don't have a lot of time to look back on on what we have been doing. Like right. like it's very rare I get to sit down and, and watch the music videos after we drop them or go back enjoy and, and listen to them. Yeah, I ain't got much time to enjoy them because I'm always working on the next project. And that's not a bad thing. I'm not complaining at all. Yeah. Um, but it's facts, though. Yeah, no, you're right, though. Yellow, what do you say? Uh, for me, I mean, it's like this, man. It's like, well, obviously, you're the engineer and doing so much stuff, you know, behind it. And thank you for that. And thank you, Trav, for what you they do won't. for the video. So thank you before I start off anything. Influencing one. Um... <laughs> You're crazy. Uh, but for me, it's almost like separating work from fun. It's almost I'm almost like bull. Even though I'm not engineering or nothing, it's like I may step out every now and then and try to have fun. But for me, it's all about work. Like, I understand you got to have, you know what I'm saying, your work fun and your play fun. But for me, it's mainly all about work because it's like I need to work my ass off now so I can have fun later. You know what I'm saying? I can't have fun now and then work later. Yeah. I don't want to be 70 years old talking about, oh, shit, I got to work at Walmart today, yo. Nah, mm-hmm. bro, like, <laughs> I, I need to go ahead and today. grind my ass off. Like, I'll be 30 this year. Like, if I don't get myself yeah. together and established, 
what else is going on? So it's like, for me, it's almost like I love having my fun, but if I'm, I need to get established right now. I have fun later. I, I can do that whenever. So let me get established and do my thing right now, and I'll have fun later. So that's me. I think that's a great mentality to have going into, you know, whatever it is agree. you're doing, um, knowing that you got to put in the work now right. to ha- have fun later. Right. For sure. Shaw, what's your, your take? Two things, like, come to my mind. And, like, the first thing that when you were saying separate work from fun, the first thing that came to my mind was, like, at events or, like, when I'm networking, like, being knowing when to be professional. Because sometimes, like, when it's a music event, like, whether it's, like, a show or, like, it's a networking event or anything like that, usually there's drinks involved. Usually people are mingling and stuff like that. But it's important if it's an opportunity where you're going to be around people that you really want to make an impression on and you make an impact on that you have your mindset right before you go in the building. Like, I know that this is kind of like a party type of vibe, but like there's people here that I need to make connections with. I want to make a good impression. I have these things I want to try to get across. So I need to make sure that like my head is like in the work standpoint before I even go in the building. That's something that I have to do. You know what I mean? A lot of times being younger and being in like around that kind of stuff, sometimes that gets blurred and you're all of a sudden totally. you're out having fun, but people are here not taking you serious because yeah. you look. So that was like the first thing that came to mind. And then I kind of started thinking about like when you're talking about like having to grind really, really hard and knowing that like you're going to have to sacrifice and you can't always have fun. Yeah, you can't always have fun. You can't always like just be doing what you want to do all the time. You're going to have to put in all the work that you need to to get to where you want to be. And I think that's definitely 100% correct. I will tell you guys, it's like a, like you said, it's a, a fine line and a balance. Like, just take care of yourself and do what's right for you. Don't mm-hmm. look, this is where I get, this is where I get messed up. It's like, I'm super critical and super hard on myself. Like, to the point where I feel like if I'm not off of work writing or marketing or promoing until I go to sleep and then making a video every week and then making a song every week, I feel like I'm a failure. And, like, that's not necessarily the healthiest thing. And that's something I'm learning. So I got to learn how to balance and not Yeah, and But you're also a go-getter, you know what I'm saying? You can't compare it to somebody else who just is settled for whatever they want. So, like, be also be you know what I mean don't necessarily compare yourself to like somebody that's way up here like meet yourself where you're at be honest with where you're at work hard do what you know you're supposed to do but don't run yourself into the ground either because your mental health is super important and that's something that like is really prevalent right now and I'm glad it's like being talked about so make sure you're taking care of yourself while you're working hard that's a very good you, know one. you heard I mean? the queen totally so keep that in mind <laughs> I really feel that like yeah. like if I'm having too much fun, I kind of, like, I don't feel bad, but, like, I'm kind of, like, smack myself in the head, like, yo. Check yourself. Yeah, I got to check myself, and I got to get back to the work. Right. Or it's, like, if I'm working too much, I feel like I'm not having fun, I'm kind of bringing myself down. So it's, like, trying to find that happy medium exactly. of, of work and fun. Uh, one other thing I want to bring up is when when you don't separate – I thought about this story when you said that, is when when work and fun is not separated – um, me and Trav had the privilege to ride out with J Law of One Room Media and Big T of Southern Boy Entertainment. Shout out my and dogs, we got man. To, yeah, shout out Maryland, Atlanta. What up? We got to cover the Nappy Root show mm-hmm. here, and I, you know, I'm just rolling along, you know, 
doing whatever they needed me to do, <laughs> right? So, you know, we cover the show. We get to meet them. We were backstage and everything. And that's when I was like, all right, it's time to have some fun. Yeah. I had a little too much fun. <laughs> and I feel like I could have got a little bit more work accomplished. But instead, I took the opportunity and, and had a good time. Which, but it was well needed. Knocking it, I just, yeah, I just, yeah. I look back and I'm like, man, I really could have. You know, capitalize on it like I should have or like, you know, I thought I would have. For but, sure. You know, but now I, you can build I made, now. I made some more fun of that night, and, and it was a learning mm-hmm. lesson. So I guess, yep. you know, something good did come out of that. No, but. for sure, for sure. I've been there. I think we've all been there when we've yeah. had situations like that. Like Shator was saying, at events, I really vibed with that. Yeah, definitely. And, like, I don't know if you all experience that, too. Like, do you guys have that battle, like, in yourself? Like, I beat myself up a lot, and I need to stop doing that so much because, like, I want to work hard, but sometimes I, like, really am critical of myself, and it's, like, it's more negative than it is positive. I don't know if anyone else, like, has that problem. Of course. I definitely do that, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know I'm doing it until it's too late, and then I'm, like, anxiety-ridden and then, like, depressed and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you know what it is? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, you off, you man. Could. But you know what it Go is? Ahead. is because we all want more. It's like we we don't just see ourselves as just being some mediocre, stagnant person. Yeah. We see ourselves as being a martyr, you know what I'm saying, a pioneer of what we're trying to do. For sure. So, of course, I mean, if you were anybody else, of course, you'd be like, oh, it ain't nothing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But for you wanting to build so much and, you know what I'm saying, be who you want to be and build yourself up to who you want to be, of course you're going to feel like that. Because if you don't sit there and bring yourself down and then build yourself back up, what what is it? Yeah, what it's is gonna it? be staying, you know? staying the same. Right, staying right. the same. In the same boat. Nah, that's that's for sure. There's not enough hours in the day. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I ain't got enough. I need, I need more. If only we had forty, right? That'd be sick. Like, yeah, Ooh, I, I think, you know, everybody's trying to change uh, <laughs> uh, the minimum I wage died. and all this. Like, we need to figure out a way to make there be more, more hours in the day because uh, 24 is, ain't enough. This is a dope thing. So you say that. I listened to this dude. Um, he was like, how to get more uh, more than 24 hours. And what he does is he's like, basically, when you give yourself a whole day to do something, you're going to use that whole day mm-hmm. to accomplish that one task. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was like, I don't do that. I break my – he's like, I take – like six hours at a time, I break those into four chunks or whatever, breaks it down, it. and then he puts each task into like a however, like 30 minutes, whatever, and he makes sure he gets everything done at that point in time and moves on. And he was yep. like, once I started operating like that, mm-hmm. I started getting so much stuff accomplished. A lot more efficient. Yeah, yeah, which I I know I I do that all the time. I've been procrastinating. I'm like, I got to get these three things done. Mm-hmm. I'm going to chill for a minute. Then I'll go to the gym. Then I'll, you know what yeah. I mean? It's crazy to think <laughs> that you have to be like that yeah. militant with your life and have so much orchestration and planning. But for sure. People who do it, like you said, you've, you've heard of homie, man. They're they get it there. done. They get it done. You, you have know. to be almost militant. You know what I'm saying? At the same time, you have to be. You have to be. You say you look at, you know, if you give yourself one task, you're going to take the whole day to do it. So you break it down in six hours. I was thinking today, like, so we got a lot of songs to get mixed. Jeez. And if I look at it mm-hmm. in a broad spectrum and like, Not damn, good. I got 80 songs to mix, I, it's going to take me a while to get through it. So I got to like narrow it down. So that's why we got projects. Like, Yellow's got a project. You know, you got a project. You mm-hmm. got a project. So I could I can narrow the scope a little bit. Yeah. And then that's why I'm always asking y'all like, Hey, is this making the tape? Is that making the tape? Because I'm trying to, I'm trying to narrow back. down yeah, yeah. what I gotta do <laughs> so, so I so could actually scary. get it done. And it looked, and it, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it a lot easier <laughs> to accomplish when I look at the smaller scope yeah. than looking at the big picture. No, for sure. And I guess going into that means, uh, you know, 
there's steps, there's levels to it. You gotta take small steps to get to the bigger end game. No, right. for sure. You know? And I'm sure that makes it not seem so overwhelming because sometimes like yeah. you have these big grand like ideas in your head, oh, and you're like, man, I'm never gonna be able to figure out how to do all not this. Not enough time to do it, and yeah. anxiety, like you said, like uh-huh. it all kind of ties together. And where do you separate work from fun? Where's where's the line, guys? I don't know. I think it's different it's for fine. everybody, yeah. yeah. But you know, another thing about separating work from fun. Uh, when we were in Atlanta, it was more of a vacation. But you know, we had we shot what five, six videos. Yeah, it was, was a lot. That man. was a unique experience it because it didn't feel like we were working. And I mm-hmm. wanted to talk about that. You just triggered it. Like throughout all of last summer too, for a lot of the beginning of Iron Skillet, it felt genuinely like fun. It didn't mm-hmm. feel like work. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It's that a great we're here thing right now, and that we feel like it's just become feels more a little challenging. different. Yeah, yeah, because our our tiers are different. You know what I'm saying? We're always raising the bar, so we're trying right. to accomplish the next greatest thing. Mm-hmm. And the sense of accomplishment, that feeling isn't there. It's not the same anymore. You know what I'm saying? If I got, you know what I'm saying? Oh shit! I found a red cup. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's amazing I found this red cup. If I find another red cup over here, I'm gonna be like, I already found a red cup. It is what it is. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like, yeah. No, yeah. I just always need the next best thing to take me to that that level. We were in like yeah. uncharted waters at. there at the beginning of the Iron Skillet. Not for yeah, sure. It was so. real fun and figuring it all out. One thing that I think I want to start doing more of, even and like, I saw this from another dude on social media, and he does it, and I want to start doing it. Is he celebrates every little win he gets, like, and he makes like. A point to celebrate it. So it's like he got two thousand two thousand followers. Mm-hmm. He like got a little two and a K and put in a cupcake. And he was like, "We hit two thousand. He's like, "Yes, I'm getting hype off of this because that's one step closer to where I want to be." I feel like not maybe not exactly that, but doing more of that in my life with my music would help me realize that I'm growing. Yep. Just to you be know? like grateful. You won't get your down and self down yeah. as much. Yeah. Instead know? of being like, ugh. You have to you pat know? yourself this on the back. Is, yeah. This is all I, this all is all I produced uh, yeah, throughout yeah. the day. Like, because yeah. you got to think, all the music you make in reality is you're making it for you to get you through yeah, things. Like, so sure. much music is made through pain. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Then we get the gain out of that. So it's like just exactly what you said. You have to sit there and be like, damn, let me let me pat myself on the back real quick because if I don't pat myself on the back, how do I continue and make quality music without patting myself? I'm the one going through everything and doing all that, so it's just like, how do I do that, you know? No, I feel you, definitely. So that's something I'm going to start trying to do a lot more of is like celebrating the wins and also like looking back and be like, all right, sure, you just did all this, that's dope. Celebrate that and now put your head down and work towards this next thing. I think that's something I'm going to start trying to do a lot more of with my music. I think we kind of just wrapped it up with that and saying, like, <clears throat> you put the work in mm-hmm. and then look back on it yep. to to kind of give yourself that sense of achievement mm-hmm. that you have done something. So then you could get back to, to the, the work, work yeah. and kind of just rinse and repeat. Yep, for rinse sure. Rinse and repeat. For sure. Right. I think that's definitely important. That's probably how you don't get burnt out as well and exactly. get like down on yourself. So, so Sha came in and she she wanted to lead us in with a with a quote to this next topic. For sure. So y'all know that I'm a nerd and I read all the time, <laughs> you know. And uh, I was reading this book by this dude named Mark Manson, and a lot of people probably heard of it. And it's the subtle art of not giving a blank. And uh, it's really cool, and there's a lot of really, really cool topics in there. But one of the things, I, I wrote down a quote while I was lunging, because I was like, this would be great to talk about for the podcast. While I was lunging. I was lunging, and I paused, and I started Nerd. writing That's it down. That's a real one. <laughs> you know how to you separate know? work from fun. Yeah. 
So this the pretty much the quote said he said our struggles determine our successes inevitably. So it said what struggles have we been through that we think we can look back on those struggles and be like, well, that's the only reason why I made it through this to become successful. Um, and he told a bunch of stories of like his life and uh, talked about some famous people. And I, I don't know I have a story that I'll kind of start with, and then if you you know give you guys some time to think about what you want to share, Definitely. you I'm know so what I mean. Wrapping my mind around what he actually like, means by that. Yeah. So like the first thing that came to mind, I mean, he started talking about people that had been through like like the dude from the Beatles. Um, the first like drummer they had, I guess, or one of the guitarists, they kicked him out of the band like right before they actually got big. Then he went and started another band, and like he got super successful, but he was just like really down on himself. Wasn't like, the Beatles, huh? It wasn't the Beatles. He, you know, yeah, yeah exactly. That's what he was dealing with. But then, like inevitably, like that led to he kind of gave examples about how he became super successful in other things, and he wouldn't have had that if he didn't go through that. So I was thinking, like, about stuff that I've been through that other people can relate to. And I know, like, I don't know what everyone else's experience was, but 2008, like, we had that huge collapse in the economy. So, mm -hmm. like, right. all the mortgage, like, the banks were giving out loans for people for houses and, like, that whole entire thing burst and it caused a lot of issues in the economy. And, like, for a while, I didn't really notice it, but... Then my mom, my mom's a single mom. I was, like, a freshman in college. She'd been working at, like, uh, DuPont, which is, like, a local factory. My grandfather worked there for, like, 40 years. She worked there for 15 years. And they started doing layoffs, and my mom got laid off. And, like, I was in – I just finished my first year of college. So I was, like, stressed. Like, I didn't know if I could go back to school. I didn't know if I should even try to go back to school, if I should just, like, work to try to help – like my family out right so what i eventually did was i was like i just need to put my head down and like do everything i can so i got two jobs and i worked two jobs while i was in school and i played a sport Sheesh. and like there were moments while i was doing that where i was like i was really negative i was complaining i was like this isn't fair like nobody else has to work this hard like because i was people were getting starting positions in softball and i was like this isn't fair i have two jobs i do this i do that but, like, eventually, like, I was, like, I need to stop complaining and just, like, work hard and get myself out of the situation. And then, like, whenever – so I went to grad school, and whenever things would get hard in grad school, I would think back to, like, literally I worked the flow team at Target unloading trucks at, like, 3 a.m. in Martinsburg. So I would leave my house at 2 a.m. to be at work, unload trucks for seven hours, then go to finish line then go to sleep for a couple hours and do the whole thing again. So every time I would get, like, down on myself when I was in school and I would think it was hard, I'd be like, no, F that. Because I will do this until I figure it out because I don't want to go back to that yeah. feeling. Like, I don't want to go back to working that job. Like, I want to go to school and, like, be able to do something I love and make good money and support my family that way. And I don't think I would have been able to push through those moments like in my graduate program or push through moments even like with music and stuff like that right. if I didn't know what it felt like to really have like a hard time, like where I didn't know how I was going to get out of a situation and I felt like I had to figure it out. So like that, that like quote really stuck with me and I thought it was important and I thought it was important to bring up at least on the podcast because if there's people that are going through a hard time in their life right now, just know like it's not for no reason and it'll definitely right. come back to give you strength later on when things are good you mm -hmm. know what i mean totally. and you'll be able to prosper because of going through that 
Um, so that was my story, and that was my topic. Mm-hmm. I was, like, marinating on all that while I was lunging. I was like, I can't wait to <laughs> talk about this on the podcast. Isn't it crazy how, you know what I'm saying, the struggle mixed with, you know what I'm saying, uh, the struggle mixed with all that, like, builds success. You know what I'm saying? It's so it's so big. You know what I'm yeah, saying? The struggle sure. and sacrifice builds success. Sure. It's like, you know, like the land of the essence. You know what I'm saying? But it's still the truth. Like, it all comes in threes, and it's like... For you to do that, hey, I commend my grocery store for doing that. That is huge. Like, a lot of people, 90% of people cannot do that or will not do that. That's the thing. Cannot or will not. You know what I'm saying? But she did it. So definitely commend you and your family for doing what, what you had to do. It. We figured it out. Because that got you here right now, you know? Yeah, so, totally. for sure, for sure. I think those type of situations really uh, build, build your character and kind of molds you and, and, you know, the way you look at certain situations or the way you go about life. For sure. Um, and I feel like, you know, certain, I can't think of one off top, but I feel like those instances in my life uh, help me work harder now or make me want to work harder or strive uh, towards something because I don't want to go back to, you know, the way things were or or I don't want my kid being, you know, yeah. going having to go through this, so I'm doing this, so that doesn't happen. For you know sure, what I mean? 100%, so 100%. I, I do believe that, you know, those situations really do mold somebody's life for sure i think it's a great metaphor yeah um i've definitely had instances in my life where i've been through stuff like that i've also been the type of person with holding that knowledge knowing that hardships make you a better person and stronger uh inevitably to negatively bring hardships upon myself which is like it sounds sociopathic but in the long run it kind of like worked out i've definitely had my fair share of hardships and i knew what i was doing when bringing them upon myself but it was all for a greater purpose and yeah. inevitably you look <clears> back and you're like well i made it through that now so like there's like nothing i can not do yeah, yeah. i totally feel it <laughs> i feel you you can get through building blocks you know what i'm saying yeah no i feel like too like for me and i don't know if anyone else feels like this but i'm obsessed with like i'm just obsessed with legacy and i don't mean like in a way of like fame i mean like i want like to I want to lift my family up. I want like the like bottom level of what they're able to, like they're able to do to be like ten times what I could do now, and I'm obsessed with that feeling. I don't yeah. like mm-hmm. I want like their problems to be like I can't get these shoes off StockX, not like I can't do this or that. <laughs> yeah, you know, like totally. I want that yeah. for them. So like pushing through those things is like the only way that you get there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Having those moments is the only way that you build like real true. Um, strength in, in those moments. So I don't know. I definitely think it was a good thing to touch on. And I like, I think it's important to kind of try to remember that when you're in those hard times, because like your, your mind's going to be super negative. It's going to mm-hmm. be really easy for you to think mm-hmm. like really negatively. And I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you this, what you think and what you put out into the world comes back to you. Oh, yeah. So Universe. the more, <laughs> so the more you feed that. into it, the more yeah, you're going to see it. So if you can try to stay positive and you can kind of play a game with yourself that it's just like it's just preparation for something better, you're not going to feel as miserable when you're going through it. I love that you said that because it oftentimes when I've looked at it and perceived it as a game, it's became much easier for me. Oh, my God. Like, it's just it's easy. It's like cat and mouse. You know what I'm saying? You know, the the life hacks. You've been through it due to experience and it becomes much easier but i think what we can all take away from that is that you need to start doing more lunges yeah <laughs> lunge life so Yo, that's like, real. get at do some me lunges man uh, some people have toilet time some people think in the shower <laughs> Shatora thinks why she does lunges that's so. true you almost have they to like forget her. that you have pain <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, you almost have to feel like you're a superhuman, like you're a Hulk or something, because it's like not everybody's built for that. But like for us, I feel like this is why we're so close is because you have to be able to carry shit on your back and forget that it's even there. That's yeah. you know that's what I mean. A big one too. I could go into a whole segment with that one. Not for sure. Um, you know. You know. You saying that just made me think. So we know Shatora thinks of her her great ideas while she's doing lunges. Right. Where do you guys have come up with your <laughs> great <laughs> ideas? Where you know. I was just talking about this earlier. Uh-oh. Where's your spot? I'm sorry. You missed it. Uh, me, honestly, man, like, you know, I'm a, I'm an introvert, so honestly, just being by myself, like, I have my biggest and best moments when I'm by myself. I can clearly think. I don't have any outside presence trying to tell me what I need to do, what I should do. Not that I listen to that anyway, but it's the principle of it's just like, what do I need to do? Where do I want to go? How can I build everybody else? Because not everybody... That's the thing about leaders and people who are just meant to just be here. It's like people just think, oh, how does that person have that or how do they do that? People work for things, too. We don't just I'm not doubt. I'm not knocking anybody who works at Walmart or does whatever. But I, I would not work there 20, 30 years. <laughs> Some of us want to be a little bit better. I'm not I'm not knocking. I don't want nobody yeah. to feel that way no, at all. Totally. But it's sure. like we're That's all meant for us. different things. You know what I'm saying? There's people who are meant to lead and people who are meant to just. <sighs> Why do I call, what, what do I call that? And I don't know. Blend in, I guess. Blend in. Spot Blend in? Yet, he's like, he's in my got head. it. He's like, got it. The mentality of certain people, it, it like amazes me sometimes how people cannot want more. Yeah. And you can't yeah. waste your breath on those types of people. As sad, as sad as it sounds, it could be anybody. It could be somebody close to you, but like... Just some people don't want to better themselves. Some people perceive the world as, you know, I'm supposed to work a job, uh, get retirement, die, leave this to my kids. Live for the weekend. for them. And that goes back to what we were saying about the game. Like, if you perceive, perceive it as, like, the game of Monopoly where the whole goal is to be the best that you can be and to accumulate as much as you can over this time, then you're going to you, – you've got that drive. You're going to be successful in the long term, especially if it's going through hardships and stuff like that. But – it, it amazes me that people have the mentality not to want more or to think that that's it for them. The situation that they're in is that's it. Sad. But anyway, yeah. when I pull my inspiration and when I do my most critical thinking, it's probably by myself also. I'm introverted. I like long time. I like in the middle of the night when nobody's like awake and I know nobody else in the world is awake. It's like a weird feeling where I'm connected to some type of realm or energy. Pure thoughts. Pure thoughts, man, where it's just like streaming in like 3, 4 a.m. in the morning. Do that for like two to three hours, sleep 6 a.m., you know, at any cost. I'll move, maneuver my schedule if I'm on a good streak, like with creativity. So you guys think of them while you're alone? Yeah, essentially. Totally. Yeah. I usually totally. come up, or I feel like my mind's most active while I'm at work. Yeah. So like I... I'll drop some in the group chat. I'll spit out my ideas. That's a good Logan thing. Logan will shoot me down all day <laughs> or give me dislikes. <laughs> we do that all the time. No. So, so Sha, mm -hmm. I know you got a lot working, a lot in the works, a lot coming up. Yeah. What's next? Something pretty big for me. Um, so we're dropping this, and I'm saying me and Trav because this is me and Trav have been working on this together for like over a year. But Damn. I'm dropping – the 10 years video on Sunday. And hey. um, a lot of people probably don't know what that means, but um, it was the first beat I ever bought. And I sold all my Jordans to buy this beat. Oh, <laughs> that's and real. I was like, yes, yeah, like I wanted it. I wrote the song and I felt like it was the best thing I'd ever written. So I had to reach out to, to the producer and I'm the kind of person where I don't want to take on a lot of debt so if i can sell something to get the money i need for it i'm gonna do that so yeah i sold all my jordans 
we recorded this song. It's just like my life story about music. Like it's about how I fell in love with hip hop. And I tell that whole story up to like right now about how I've been doing it for over 10 years with the same people that I started with. Yeah. And I'm excited. And that song, um, eventually we're going to get that up on. I don't know if it'll be on Sunday, but we're going to put that on the streaming platforms. And that'll be like the first song that I have on Spotify, iTunes and all that. And that was a goal that I wrote down for myself. So I got to check that off. Shout out to you for that. That's big. That is awesome. Keep rocking. And if you notice, there's another person sitting at the table now. We got my boy Benny Bang sitting here. here. And I can Uh remember (laughs) I can remember you and this guy coming to my dad's house and recording on my laptop and making songs back in the day. For real? Yeah. 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 Fifteen, sixteen. Yeah. Wow. It would come through my pop. You were fifteen, sixteen, or it was two thousand fifteen. No, they were fifteen, sixteen. Come through like Darion. Yeah. What? Right. (laughs) I remember that. We were in my dad's kitchen, like with my Mm. laptop, my little HP, my mic. We were like making songs and stuff. Those were the days. We gotta pick these up. Drinking Miller Lights. Right, right. <laughs> it was crazy, but yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember that. And now yeah. you're out here with three piece and a biscuit and streaming uh-huh. platforms, and you yeah. just you just out here now. Yeah, yeah man. I'm in blowing up. <laughs> you know, hard work, man. Uh, took a long time, but you made it happen. Back, you feel me? So, you made it happen, for sure. man. In the city, so it feels like it hasn't been long. A lot of people don't know either that you rapped previously to this man. Yeah. last time that you just jumped back onto the scene. Yeah. So tell them a little about that. Give them a time lapse, chronological. Yeah, like I started rap. I mean, I've been rapping and listening to music and like beats since like, I was like five, like a kid. And um, once I got older, like in my early teenage, that's when I started rapping with a group of friends of mine. We actually did our first song in a van. It was crazy. But, um, <laughs> you know, it was cool. But at the time, it was like, time wasn't right. You know, a lot of things was going on. I had to figure out a lot of things with myself. Facts. Um, so I took time off. So I took about like five years off, and and then Benny Bangs, this new guy, came, and you know, here we are. From there, <laughs> yeah. It's well, good though. Well, if you don't mind me asking, you know, what I'm saying I know for a long time you was going by Trappy Bangs, right? Yeah. So like, what made you, you know, what I'm saying go over to to Benny Bangs if you don't mind me asking? It's almost like an alter ego. Um, you know, everybody know Trappy. Trappy crazy. <laughs> like beginning of rapping, like Travis was crazy. You feel me? Right. Still is. You feel me? So, uh, Benny Bangs is like the more, more serious. Like he got something to say. You know, a little gotcha. bit more attitude. Um, don't really talk much. Just, right. Just flow. Just action. <laughs> yeah. yeah right. Straight from. So it's like a little alter ego thing. I feel that. I like that, man. I, I like feel that. that. And the music you drop, I yeah. definitely feel that. You can hear it. Come across. It's from the heart. Difference from like back in the day and now. Um, but you know, like you said, it was like a five year gap. Yeah, like, that was a big gap. Yeah, I got bored with the music out here. Like not like not out here, but like the scene and like, shit like that too. Yeah, like um, you know, like when you hear songs, like you go through emotions, you feel things. Right. You want to hear a certain song, like when you mad or when you you want to hear something that's like speaks to. You. It was just bored with it. So I was like, man, I'm gonna make my own. There <laughs> you go. I feel that way you know, now. Yeah. yeah. So that's so, probably why I make music. <laughs> Stop making my own. I was like, if I'm feeling like that, somebody else. You know, a young boy someone's right. you know, feeling like that too. Yeah. So sure. voice. Well, yeah. as somebody that was introduced after the reintroduction of Benny Bangs, I think you came on the scene, you know, very professional. Mm-hmm. You kinda you know, I feel like you got your own style here. 
My yeah. man's came in dripped up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? But yeah, I feel like, you know, with, with the marketing scheme you got going, uh, you're on the platforms, putting out good content, uh, quality pictures. Homie yeah. just dropped a dope video. Yeah. Like, we you on it, G. Yeah, I mean, uh, shout out my man's Damien. Uh, Damien, what up? What's up, Damien? behind me is like, it's a lot. You mm-hmm. know, I knew a lot of things back then, <clears throat> but... I didn't have the right people. I didn't mm-hmm. have the right mindset either to sit down and be able to do these things. So, like, nowadays, with over that, that span of time and that gap, I figured out a lot more things, watched more people. I always watch interviews, like, every day. Mm-hmm. Straight interviews and, like, watching different, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so you started learning things and how to move. And then when he came back, like, Damien was like, yeah, bomb, 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 bomb. He had, like, the <laughs> other pieces of the puzzle between me. So it was, like, coming together, it was just crazy. Mm-hmm. So everything worked out, as you see, like, to me. Magic. Yeah. yeah. So we're just going to keep grinding and keep building from there. Word. So you just dropped, well, you just dropped Heartbreak Benny. Yeah. But before we talk about that, I want to I wanna know the inspiration behind Three Piece and a Biscuit. Same. Um, now, that one that one was crazy because a lot of those was like on the spot, uh, records that we did in the studio. Um, I know like the What About You, like I was having a bad day. And yeah, he was upset. I go, I go meet Damien to go in the studio. He go to the same thing. We didn't really talk. We just went up there and like, <laughs> I mean, like he went up there before me actually, and he was making the beat. And he had like that crazy guitar part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That shit was That's crazy. Yeah. And then I don't know, just went in there and just went crazy. That's how we did. Like most of them songs on there, flex, um, all of that was just mm-hmm. we was just in there to like vibing. Yeah, just vibing and like yeah. just just going crazy with it and um. Three pieces in the business. And it was actually, it was named something else. But then the fourth song that was put on there was late. Like, that was, I think it was What About You. Yeah. And we was like, nah, we got to add that. And um, that's Three Pieces in the Biscuit came. So, yeah. Yo, know. I rock with that. Yeah, yeah, I like that. What's the name of the one joint you got? Like, I got big go. That joint was like so catchy uh, as hell. So long. Uh-huh, so, so long is like probably my favorite because that's uh, the whole gap when I was out. That was my first song back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And as you can hear in that one, like, I had something saying that. I could feel it. Mm-hmm. So um, I really wanted, like, everybody keep asking me, like, where the video for that one? Mm-hmm. I feel like I just want to take time on that one. Because um, I means. I wanna that's make the one. That, yeah, yeah, I want to make that one, like, real, real dope. And um, I'm still trying to put the pieces together for it. Like, I haven't really, I got a vision for it, but, like, it's not ready. It's not you feel like it's yet. bigger than yeah, that. Yeah, right. Yeah, so take I want to do, do something crazy with it. But, like, yeah, that's definitely, like, my favorite. I was just I played it, like, five times last night. That's yeah. like gonna catch you, bro. Yes. I do that, and you yeah. just be visualizing stuff. Yeah. Talking about the visualiz- uh, visualization and uh, directing uh, that video. What about you? Who really put in the work for that between you and Damien? How did that go about? Definitely, definitely team effort. Um, of course, Damien's crazy with it. He know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, we myself, like, does anybody know? If you really know me, like, I do it. Like, I used to do a lot of camera work, videoing stuff like that, and yeah. um, I just got an eye for it. So at the same time, like, location wise and you know, come up with some most parts in, the, uh, in yeah. the, the video and stuff like that, like, you know. But then coming together, and then we just made, it just came dope. <laughs> it just kept going from there, like, it was just Def. more and more kept adding that day. So, and it took us a day to do that. I it believe, man, there's a lot going on. Yeah. yeah like a whole a day. day or, like, a shift? Like, it, for real, like, then, like, a couple hours, like, four couple hours. couple hours, so. yeah. yeah. That's still a long yeah. video shoot, though. Yeah. yeah. It was like, dope, though, like. We had fun. Came out great. Came out high. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's not, like it's not done either. Mm-hmm. Like, I see, like, it's got a 2B continue. It uh, actually Facts. goes into another song, another project I got done with one of my uh, one of my mans, my good mans, 
savvy. And um, yeah, so that's gonna be dope. Now, for real, want to keep it going. It's a keep it going. Page, you feel me? So it's a big storyline. Yeah. And let's make it real. Dope. That's I go get into that. That's secrets. Yeah. And, to yeah. any, and, and, and to anybody who's never shot a video, like he said, it was four hours. Yo, this this stuff is like it takes a lot out of your body. It drains you. Like it's yeah, a lot. Like totally if you don't love do this, you're not gonna do a too. video. Like it's real. Like you know. Just wanted to say that and put that out there. But if you're having fun, like I was saying earlier, like if you're having fun with what you're doing, it's not really work. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know? yep. yeah. love what you're doing, like this is mm-hmm. something like I want to do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Straight up. So I'm having fun too. You know, it's fresh. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's wavy, you know. So let's go get to Heartbreak Benny. Heartbreak Benny. Just yeah. drop. Yeah. All platforms. Yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. Suburbs is my joint. Yeah. That's yeah. my joint. That's my joint. I love cracking that one. But everybody, like, everybody's on Henny White. They love the Henny Word. White. Um, they all got a good vibe to it, though. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. really dope. I really want to do something different from, like, Three Pieces in a Biscuit. Because, like, Three Pieces in a Biscuit, to me, was, like, more hype, more mm-hmm. street. Know, just... Yeah. And then, so when I did that one, I was like, I want to do something for, like, the girls can feel more. Yep. The kids can feel more, you know. Mm-hmm. You Demographic. Know, Demographics of it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, I wanted to have, like, you know, you got to have those radio songs, too. You got to yep. have those, those smooth... Mm-hmm. Whatever, and I felt like those were like the perfect vibe. Like for this time, you know, you got Valentine's Day. I was about you got say all you capitalized that. on that. Yeah, you got it's getting warm soon. Yeah, like exactly. warm soon. It's like I want to do like the vibe and like so everybody mm-hmm. can just lay back chill. Vibe yeah, like, that's people, perfect. So, yeah, yeah, suburbs from my joint. Should we be expecting a video or? Yeah. Maybe I don't you know. Said, it's, some, it's some I stuff in the works. It's some stuff in the works, man. Uh-huh. I ain't gonna put too much. On your plate. plate. We're we gonna yeah. have a discussion yeah. about this. Yeah. I got some ideas to throw in the box. We're, <laughs> We're definitely gonna talk about it. But yeah, I love those. Uh, actually, like most of those, like I was saying, um, when y'all get y'all inspiration, my inspiration is like three, four o'clock in the morning Facts. in the kitchen. And yeah. like, that's when I hear these beats, and I'm like, yeah. I literally be dancing around my kitchen like, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Stupid. Yeah. And then, like, if you, like, hang around me on normal, like, you know I'm annoying because I'm going to keep playing like, yeah, this one, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Until, until it's perfect. And then that's mm-hmm. when we put it out. Release it. Yeah. That's big. Your that's music, wavy, one yeah. thing I like about it is, like, it's it's got such a vibe. I don't know if anyone else has ever experienced this. When you listen to certain people's music, you just start seeing pictures of things like mm-hmm. visualizing stuff like mm-hmm. not like a movie but you just start getting visions of stuff i have that like i had that when i listened to like some of your songs which is cool like I, and i like music like that just yeah. to ride to like i love riding the music like that's, that that's what I was, you like, know what i mean I yeah want people be in their cars like, yep. yeah and that's i love what it is about yeah it's town like yeah, yeah. yeah. like that the fitty cap to. right but like I like that. You How know them feeling mean? they self wherever they going. Yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? But that's why I say, like, going back to what I said before, like, that's why I do it. Like, all right, everybody out here, we really see the same things and do the same things. And regardless if you like it or not, like, that's the truth, though. Mm-hmm. And nobody really talks about it. Like, and nobody, like, they do, but they, like, to me, it's not really, like, official or genuine mm-hmm. to where it's, like, everybody. Everybody has their own right. thing they do and everything. You know, clicky thing. Whatever. That's, like, that's why everybody have a vibe. They be like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, I can say something. Somebody be like, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Right. I was there. You feel me? Like, yeah. Yeah. So. I Definitely stuff you. like that. Yeah. I think personalization in the it's music in the town needs to be mm-hmm. adamant. But since you and Damien started this new entity that y'all got, mm. which is like unlabeled and unnamed, but you can see it from the outside looking in like it's definitely an entity. Like you guys are a dynamic duo together. Yeah. And I said since it started, like, yo, they're like us, but smaller. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's just two of them. There's five Picking of the us. Brand. Like, and I, yeah, I like yeah. that. Picking the brand. Batman and Robin. Yeah. It. I want to yep. see tons of success. Most definitely, to come, man. Uh, when y'all are making, and this is just from like a standpoint, I just want to know, like, so like, does he make 
the beats? Like, does he have everything made? And then you go in the studio and listen to it? Or do y'all ever sit down? Y'all cook stuff up together? Pull in, pull in instruments? Put You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You mix it all up like that together? See, like, sometimes like he'll send me, like, a photo and be like, bang, here's a whole bunch of beats. Yeah. Um, and it'd be cool, like, and I'll have those for, like, months, and I'll just work on those or whatever. But most of our songs, like I said, like, most of my, my best songs is when I'll go and, like, damn, if be having a feeling or whatever, or a feel type of beat he want to do that day, and he'll start making it. As he's making it, I'll be right behind him writing. Like, these songs are, like, I don't have these planned out or nothing. Like, yeah. I'll be right behind him, like, writing as it go. Mm-hmm. So, like, hopefully, like, when he's done with the beat, I'll be done or whatever, how Ever longer might take whatever, and then it's more personal. It's even better. Yeah, yeah that energy. Like I always tell people, like I like the energy to be fresh. I yeah. hate writing a song and then having to wait a week before I forget go how you say the shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's exactly yeah. how it is. So you too. know, like when you have that that yeah. sauce on it, and then yep. you forget it a week later. Yep, ain't so, the like, same. I like it right there. Like, mm-hmm. and we work. I mean, we put our heads together. It's ain't no telling what we're gonna do. Straight up, yeah. straight, straight up. That way, keep it that way, man. Yeah. I feel like that is like super genuine for your writing process too. Like, it's not like you're sitting down by yourself trying to write something. It's like you're while he's making it, you're feeling something, and you're just like, what's in your soul is coming out. Mm-hmm. You don't, yep. you're not overanalyzing yep. it or mm-hmm. thinking too much. Like, it's, like it's just coming out, out of you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, that's, that's why I like I like rapping with my friends. Like, I make songs like that. They don't even be known. Like when I be freestyling, everybody know I freestyle a lot. And um, so we doing that, I be like, yeah, um, nah, I like that. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right like, <laughs> I'm in the studio right now. Yeah. Like, yep. It's the best. That's it's the that best time. time. I feel you. Vibe with your homies because nobody cares. Like it's your homies. They know you. Right. You know? Exactly. So that's when you come up with like your purest stuff. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Ain't nobody judging you. Everybody know what you with. Exactly. Like ain't nobody guessing what you're doing because they know you. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. So what you got coming out next that you can fill us in on? Uh, like I said, I got a project coming out with Savvy Mall. Um, and then we got the video coming for that, and that's gonna be the two we continue. Uh, what about two? I mean, uh, yeah, Fire. what about two? Yeah. And then um, I got another project that I'm working on, um, in the making right now, and you know, just working with a couple few artists. So the summer's about yeah. to be lit. The summer's gonna be. Oh, it's gonna be a problem. <laughs> I'm excited to I see. I got some stuff on my sleeve, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Good, you know? keep it going. You better videotape all of it. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Chop I'm, it up into some videos. Yeah, that's what I want to do. I'm gonna start making a little vlog and. Yeah, you know. You yeah, make it a wave, man. That's yeah. the only way to build. Make it a wave, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, somebody, I get a little. Little homie, uh, follow me with a camera everywhere I go. Yeah. That's what it is. We always have fun, that's the thing. We never, like, not lit. So yeah. Why not be recording it? And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I feel like that's a way to get more personable with your fans. Mm. That's what people fall in love with too, because like I know, because I'm that fan, because like I love music, and I don't know <laughs> yeah. if you're that way, but I'm that nerd that's like Kelly Vision one through one thousand. I've seen all of them. Yeah. And I remember yeah. when you were in this city doing this, and like, so I definitely feel like if you add some stuff like that, people the mm. wave people would just start catching on to that wave. Mm. Definitely. I get tired of the Snapchat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should be dead, ain't it? Yeah, I'll be like, sometimes like I'll OD with it. I'll be like, I don't even know why I'm throwing this, bro. Like, but I'm, but like, I got yeah, to. I no, right. I feel so, you. I feel yeah. you. But yeah, the little episodes might be cool. That would be that would be fire. For sure. Well, yeah. I myself and I, I'm sure everybody else is looking forward to what you got coming up. For sure. And man, we in your corner, man. We rooting for exactly. you. Totally. You one of my favorites. Get that bag, fool. Right Get yeah. that bag, fool. Thank you, big man. What about you? Out now, three piece in a biscuit. Whoa. My man Benny Bangs in the building. Yup, all that. Day. Show some love to the homie. Day. Go follow him. All of that for sure. Mm-hmm. Check out all his music. Check out all his videos. Go follow him on SoundCloud, Facebook, know, Instagram. All of that. We wrapping up February. 
It's about to be March. Uh-oh. And with March comes oh, a very oh. special time for one of our members. Uh, tell us a little bit about what happens <laughs> on March 7th there, Logue. March 7th is a huge day for me and my amigo Stanley. Um, since 2017, this year he'll be two years old. It's his birthday, man. It's my man. I can't think of anything cool to do for him, but once I do, you guys will definitely know about it, and you'll see what's going down. We throwing confetti for cuz. It's something I think I'm going to be doing until the end of time, man. So Stanley just got holes all in his body. Like <laughs> I threw him in a fire because I was mad at him. Like oh, something. Oh, I don't know. Man. I don't know. Shit. <laughs> he's going through it. But he's going to get birthdays on March 7th every year until I say otherwise. Yo. I got a couple questions about Yo. Stanley. And if if the audience doesn't know who Stanley is, it is a character that Logue has created, sewn, and all of that. So, <laughs> what made you come up with Stanley? How did Stanley come into fruition? All of that. That's a good one, um, Stanley. So, I w- I wanted to prove to myself that I could. I was at a time in my life where I was like, man, I can really set out to do anything and accomplish it. So I had this old shirt. And I started cutting it up, and I had this dollar sewing kit that I got from the dollar store or whatever. And I was like, you know, I'm going to see if I can sew a doll. At the time, I was researching, like, spooky haunted dolls and shit like that. <laughs> uh, getting right. lost on YouTube, other types of entities with the paranormal Voodoo and shit like that. So, yeah. I did it. It took me probably, like, six months to create Stanley. Honestly, I had his head head down and then, like, an arm on him for, like, a month straight while I was still sewing the rest of his body. And then he all came together. And I sat down, and it took me like a week after he was done to really know what I was going to do with Stanley. Once he was made, I was like, damn, this is this is my brand. This is going to be everything. Because there's so many lanes that I can take that to, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? There's so many different avenues I have with Stanley now. He's a partner of mine. He's a companion. He's a logo. He's, he's a brand. He's a brand, yeah. He's, he's everything. And, um, he's all of that. I got loads of words. I'm trying to get him everywhere I possibly can get Stanley, bro. If I can, like, I'm trying to get Stanley tattoos, bro. I'm trying to have Stanley lighters. Like, get some just, stickers and stickers. Put that hat in the camera, man. Put that Stanley's... He out here, man. He's even the face of my, my clothing line, Vina Roche. Not to be confused, Stanley is not Vina Roche. He is just the face of Vina Roche. Um... He's bigger than that. He, yeah, they paid him like $2 million to do that deal or whatever for a five-year <laughs> you contract. You didn't even see a dollar from that, huh? <laughs> I didn't see shit, even though I'm the fucking co-owner, so co-producer. So how old is Stanley? Stanley will be two this year, man. Stanley. Wow. Stanley. Eight Big days goose. from today. I'm excited for my mans. Three seven. Three seven. Wow. I think I'm going I'm to do a promotional video for his birthday. You should, man. He deserved that. Would be that. Cool. that would be I cool. think so, too. So I, I'm sure this is on everybody's mind. Has Stanley ever spoken? <laughs> Stanley's never said anything, no. Wow. As you can see, Stanley doesn't have a mouth. Let me pull my man's up here. Look at Cud. Stanley don't got a mouth, man. Call him Cud because he, he blue. Look at him. Either. He don't got a nose. Um, he just sees everything, huh? He just sees everything. It man. looks <laughs> like he's seen a lot. Yo, oh yeah, my man uh, <laughs> is countless months and weeks of this man being in my backpack. I don't go anywhere without Stanley, and if I do, it's a very rare occasion, and I probably forgot him. Look at my guy. Here's another good question. How much money is in Stanley? How much money? 37 cents. Oh. <laughs> of course. Of yeah. course. 37 yeah. all the way around. You real quick, saying? real quick, while we're talking about 37, uh, in the group chat the other day, uh, 
Trav bought tickets for Captain Marvel, and we're going to do a little group Yeah, you know, we still going to outing. That? Yeah. <laughs> Trav bought them on March 7th. That's when we're going. Oh, shit. For the 7.30 show. I thought he was joking. And the seats are three through seven. That's that really true? crazy. That, true? that wasn't true. He what was the lying. hell going on here? You oh. Oh. I read that and I was, I was like, super no, yeah, we got a whole bunch of jokes on the damn skillet. It took, it took me a minute to come up with something else because I was like, damn, man, I gotta figure something you else gotta out. Follow up. So I was like, the seats are, are three through seven, <laughs> oh, but y'all didn't catch on because that's five seats. I only bought four tickets. Three, uh, oh, <laughs> see, I oh, you gotta count three. You got me, Trav. Clem Jam. So, yeah, Stanley seen a lot. He's been there. He's been through it all. What I think is really cool is he's made a lot of music video appearances. Oh, yeah. yeah. What all, like, I know he's been in Drip Drop. I was about to say, I can't name them all. He's been in Drip Drop. Clone. He was in Jumping. He was in Clone. He was Damn. in Jumping? He was in Jumping. I, I picked him oh, up as the was, phone. Yes. And Vector. I did the same thing on Vector. I picked him up as this a phone. Cat. That's uh, four. I think that's cool. He's in Fallen Angel, of course. He's in Fallen Angel. That's five. Stanley be getting all the box. Probably, he's probably in a, a couple other ones. I need, a, I need Stanley to make a cameo. Got whole cuz real quick? Of course. Yeah, go for it. Sorry, nerd. <laughs> Look at cuz. He just out like famous, man. Yeah, put him <laughs> on your shoulder. <laughs> I was going to say. out here <laughs> Oh, yellow belt. Out the, females, <laughs> the females love Stanley. Like I don't know why, bro. That shit like, you like your little kid, is. man. It is like a little kid. God, shit. See, my, my ultimate goal is I want him to, like, I want to die and then Stanley still be relevant. And then, like, I haunt Stanley. And then they just put me in a museum somewhere. <laughs> like, I got a feeling Stanley's going to be around a lot longer than you. And that's a good so thing. That's a good yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sure. was what it was designed for. He's got tons of messages inside of him. Like, Stanley, Stanley's going to have a long legacy. No, for sure. There you go. There you go. So so we got some Stanley hats up on the website. What's Stanley up? Stanley hats are on the website. That's T Clem Studios LLC. Uh go down to the cliche section and you'll see I got some of these on there. I got yeah. a few special editions, which are the Midnight Stanleys, where Stanley Need be that. all the way blacked out. Those are exclusive. I only made two of those. Go There's get that right existence. now. Thirty dollars, you can get it. That's once again T Clem Studios LLC. Check us out, man. You already know what it is. For sure. We got Shator's collection up there. We got the T-Clem collection up there. Of course, the Wope collection and 5-4-D collection that, is up man. there. Magacto. All of that. You know where to find it, tclemstudiosllc.com. Go go there right now, like today, tonight. I got tomorrow. my boy, com link to it. We're not too overly priced, man. No, I'm supporting the cause. <laughs> yeah, I feel like people, like, if people are invested in your brand, like, you know what I mean? Dollars ain't nothing. You know what I mean? For sure. They see Facts. the bigger, you know what I mean, support. For sure. For right. sure. They're going to want to wear it because they want to rep you and be like, yo, like, I'm wearing this hat because my homegirl raps. This is a song. You know what I mean? Right. People Facts. like to do that kind of stuff. So check it out. We got we got all the cool stuff on there. Go to the website. t Clem TV pins up there. What you Uh-oh. got? I had a good one the other day. I was at a, a restaurant. A dude, I was wearing a Stanley hat. The guy was like, is that the Blue Man Group? And I had I had to correct him. Uh. Yo, I see blue, da ba dee da ba da. A lot of people. I be like on my snap. They be like random people you don't even think. I be like, what? How you get a Stanley? Uh, I see you. It's moving. It's moving. You know the Everywhere in the shadows, man. That's how I wanted to be though. I wanted to be during the research of Stanley. Not to bring it back to the full topic, but subliminal messaging is like it's crucial for any type of branding. So you're right. For sure, for sure. And you got to present it in the right way, of course. 
You know, it's got to be perceived. You can't just, you know, half-ass oh, yeah. something. Oh, no, I'm not saying totally. you are. I know you're not. No, no, no. It all looks You're just speaking in general. If you yeah, can't yeah, yeah. do certain things right, I get it. And yeah. shout out to you, man, for making it like, you know, that much, you know, global like that. Like a lot of people rocking in and doing all that. So big shout out to you, man. Because if you don't know, I mean, this guy right here, when it comes to promoting genius, the guy, yeah, don't try it. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't it's try it. Don't try it. You heard what I'm saying? All that shit. Hell, you heard me. You know what I mean? But my man is on it. Like, you know, it's not even about the tape. It's about you, what you're speaking on right now, man. But honestly, like, the way he works and the way he's, you know what I'm saying, always about his craft. I mean, you got to respect the kid, man. Like, it's all of us, man. That's a plug from the plug of the plugs. There you go. What it do? Way in the back with him. Give me singing up on his Nah, my nerves, nah, you ain't been half-assing the promo. You've really been putting Stanley out there. It's looking yeah. good. Facts. And I think that's another reason why everybody's rocking with Benny Bangs because he's put his brand oh, out yeah. there. Mm-hmm. It's lo- sure. It looks good, man. I seen the Appreciate write-up it. from Elevator. Like, yeah. that man has got yeah. just dropped two yeah. projects. Yep. Like, it, man. All he platforms. Yeah. Respect all the platforms. grind, everybody. Respect only, the grind. He only been on the scene for like two months, y'all. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And yeah. he only been and on the scene. Ain't no excuses. No, no ass, go do something. Yeah, man, straight up. I like that. Too much out here. If you not be doing nothing, be bored every day. I like that. Hey, bored all day. I like that. Hey, before we wrap it up, why don't you tell everybody where you can find you? Yeah, you can find me on IG, uh, Benny Bangs, um, Facebook, Benny Bangs or Chevy Bangs. Um, You can go to my website, www.bennybangs.com. We got merch, hats, hoodies, uh, all my videos, music on there, and you can catch my music on any streaming uh, platform. So, there's no excuses. It's on everything. So, hey, I know. I know. Hey, Trav, can you? Yeah, hey, Trav, can you get my Benny Bang spelling just so they know? Is it a, is it a Y or I E? Is it a Z oh, at the end or S? So like, let them know. B-E-N-N-Y and then B A N G Z. Okay. There we go. With a Z, not an S. For sure. We don't, no, we don't, we don't do that, that, that yeah, bro. We have been and watch corners, man. So I see y'all too. So for sure. If Anybody you don't go get it, I'm on you. Shout out to my sister. It's her birthday. Zakara, what up, baby? Happy birthday, sweetie. Yes. She out there somewhere making art and shit. Yeah. Yellow, what you got? Oh, I got a shout out to everybody. Anybody in this room. Benny Bangs, you know, Shatora, myself, you know what I'm saying? Logue, Bullwhip, T. Clem. Anybody that's working and want to be somebody, I got a shout out for y'all. That's why I'm on. That's why I'm right. Hey, that's how I'm really rocking. Shout out our man's Jettolini, Tortellini. What's up, Jet? We see you, man. Grinding hard right now, doing real life shit, so... Shout him out. Sorry you couldn't be here tonight. For sure. But instead of Millie rocking, I'm two steppers. So go ahead and check out my Movogan video. And you know. And you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks, y'all. This was episode three of the Iron Skillet Podcast, season two, Those with special mine. guest Benny Banks. Thanks for tuning in. For sure. Benny.